and gentlemen, this is the Above the Bar podcast, a show about a middle-aged father, current events, and how these things affect my everyday life. our podcast it's your host sean we are bellowing up to the bar today with a, a literary legend we'll go a a cocktail con- connoisseur a wizard of whiskey a bourbon badass a uh gin joint jumper and a tequila tonight uh, I don't know. I can't come up with anything else, but so far I made it pretty good. We got and Lincoln. I destroyed your last name in one of my videos, Mr. Lincoln Chinnery. I did it right this time. I called. I said Chimmery the other day because I was doing a video like a jackass, and I was like, "This is okay. I still like this video." So, Mr. Lincoln, welcome to the bar. Welcome to belly up to the bar with us. Oh, he's got it. So now I'm going to put you to work here very soon. Now, we both got our fedoras on. For those of you that are watching the the live, I may have to take mine off. We'll see how how the sound works for me without my headphones on. I still got the sound coming through my headphones. Uh, So we'll have to see how this ends up working out for me. Um, But as always, Mr. Lincoln, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Now, you got to make a choice for me. Early on, I I don't think I've ever had a guest have to make a... uh, an early choice here for me. So last week I cracked open this bottle of my, what is now my favorite inexpensive. I don't like the word cheap. If I don't have to use it Fair enough. inexpensive bourbon, or do I go with a good quality bourbon, but it's not my favorite right now. Heaven's Hill is my favorite. If you haven't had what was your favorite, but, but I don't have any Heaven's Hill. I can't get it up here in New York. It's like, I went to a store recently to go get some here in New York. Yeah. And you would have thought that I was asking to see the Hope Diamond. The guy's like, it's limited. We don't get much of it up here. But I have a friend in Kentucky who's like, dude, that's cheap garbage bourbon. Yeah. And that's thought, so weird. Well, actually, it's not weird. Like, even last night I was at a at a whiskey event, and they mentioned how limited and how rare this, this portfolio was. And at one point, they're like, oh, you're going to taste something, and there's only 90 bottles of it. Like ninety bottles doesn't right. make it out of the state, right? You know, so it's 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 weird. And then there's also, and this is a little inside baseball. Certain places, the buyers have certain personalities and opinions about whiskey before they even touch it. Oh yeah, it just- so some of them would just be like, "That's garbage. I don't want it." It's like, but everybody else would buy it just because your your nose is up in the air doesn't mean that it's not going to bring in money. So here's our choices for bourbon for tonight. We got Ooh. the Gent. Yes. Which is, this is kind of a neat one. This one's like a master distiller, Fred No, and chief blender, Shinji Fukuyu. Yes. And look, I, I pronounce that F-U-K-U-Y-O. So if we all think that I'm messing with somebody's name, nope. the man's last name is Fukuyu. Um, so don't think I'm messing. So that's my high end. Okay. But do you want to know what my favorite inexpensive is right now? Go ahead. 
Look at that. Really? I've, I have not had that. Walking Dead, Spirits of the Apocalypse. I haven't had it's it. It's so good. So it is so good. So I got to take my, my fedora off for a moment because I need my headphones. It is determined that way. Fair uh, enough. We've already got Tim's out there. He's like, he wants to know if he walked into the Goodfellas or the Above the Bar podcast. Well, <laughs> I've been watching the previews for the new um, Tony Soprano. Yeah. You know, no, I, I, I loved uh, the Sopranos. I don't know if I'm if I'm ready to go back to like the prequel. I'm ready. I'm I don't so know ready. if I'm ready. Like just I'm ready. I gotta see. And honestly, I love Goodfellas. When him and Karen are, are cutting through the um the kitchen to get into the oh my god, the restaurant. Right. Like taking that shortcut. It's like that's how you that's how you do it. You don't wait in line with them. No. No. So we got to do some housekeeping before we really get into this because nope. I have a feeling Lincoln and I are going to – we're just there's, – there's a good chance this show could turn into a NASCAR race because there's going to be a lot of left turns on this one. <laughs> I have no doubt about it. So things that are important, as always, as the show gets ready to go, your job, folks, is to get kicked off of every single yard sale site you belong to. So make, you, make sure you take a moment and you share – Share away on all the little pages that are out there. People are going to hate it. They're going to block it. They're going to say this isn't appropriate. But I don't know what's more appropriate. This is the Above the Bar podcast. It is an amazing podcast. You have two amazing people on right now that are going to talk about amazing things. How is this not appropriate for everything? I like it when people tell me that my show isn't appropriate for whatever they've got going on. Because then I end up finding a reason that it is. And they're like, uh, well, I'm like, I don't know. It makes sense to me. And they're like, it's bullshit. I'm like, okay, I don't care. Block it. So we're going to do that. But as you also all know, we have one of our best things that we do around here, sticker and a cause. If you have something going on, something you believe in, I don't care what it is, whatever it happens to be, you've got your sticker and a cause. What I need you to do is send that to me. We actually got a sticker this week from a guest from a couple of weeks ago, multiple Emmy Award winner, David Page, who, if you didn't get to listen to that one yet, you need to go back and listen to that one. Listen to me, Lincoln. That man and I have come up with a TV show idea that we are going to do, and we're going to be off on the road. He actually is the creator of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Oh, nice. So... You know, it was his idea. He was a reporter. He went out and did that. So uh, him and I had a conversation and came up with this really great idea. <clears throat> As I try to clear my throat and I realize it's got to sound horrible over radio. We're going to we came up with this great idea for a road sort of like a diners, drive-ins and dives going around, but going to cities where different cultures or refugees to the United States have settled and seeing how the food has changed from its original inception. Right. Not, not like an appropriation kind of thing, not like anything where, but actually people who this is what they grew up eating. How, you know, how do they make it now? Because they can't get those same ingredients. The big example I use down in DC, very large Ethiopian population down there. You're not getting those spices. You're not getting those here unless you're spending silly, silly amounts of money. Um, so we talked about that one. So that's the idea. We have to see if he can make it happen for me. 
Uh, I told him, I look, I just want to be famous for like 15 minutes and not for anything bad. That, I mean, I'm not asking for much. No, that's so, fine. So he sent us a sticker for the bar. We're going to put that up. It says, uh, Food Americana, the remarkable people and incredible stories behind America's favorite dishes, David Page. And he says, thanks, Sean. All the best, David Page. Uh, so we're going to make sure we, we support him. Make sure you go out and you find that book, folks, for him. Uh, look, you already got some people popping up. Uh, Dibs, I'm getting ready to talk about this. So my man, Dibs, uh, this show doesn't happen. You don't see what's going on, how things are, are making it happen without Dibs. Dibs came on. He was a guest a while, uh, probably a couple months ago. And we got to talking. He is our first official sponsor, Media by Dibs. Your connection for all things media from logos, marketing campaigns, to flyers, and more. Making your ideas a reality. Mention the phrase, belly up to the bar for 10% off your first order and for a free consultation. Do you have a logo, Lincoln? Have you created a logo for yourself yet? I have not, and I should have years ago. I. You need a logo. I know. I need a logo. I know. I seriously do. Um, I love the L's. I love the ampersand. Nice. I just, I, I, I've always struggled on that side of the creative to have a logo, something that really pops for me. Well, you got to reach out to Dibs then. So he can come, he will, he will create your, your logo, but I already know what your logo needs to look like. I've already come up with it. right now as you're looking at me right now. Yeah. Dib, here's what I need you to create for him. Cause I know you're out there watching a fedora pair of glasses and a goatee, no other features, no other, anything. Gotcha. That's it. Black and white fedora glasses and a goatee. That's it. Not a big goatee, just an outline. You can see the man's face. There is your, there is your logo. I got you. You know what? It's, you kept it simple. You know, it, it, it goes left, right. It covers everything because I wrote, you know, it, Scroll one. <laughs> See, we and and that's the the whole thing is you know you got to keep it simple with a good logo. Yeah, and that's the kind of thing. It, now we were talking about this beforehand, and I'm going to throw it up here right now for everyone who's uh, out here watching. If you're not watching, I'll throw it up. Uh, I'll tell you the name of it. So you come out. Is it bi-monthly or monthly? The magazine. I want to say it's bi-monthly. I'm actually horrible at keeping track of when it comes out. Um, I'm semi good with my deadlines, but I'm horrible at when it comes out. Um, I have a column in American Whiskey Magazine. I do some writing for them uh, randomly. The last piece I did was comic books and whiskey, the connection between the two. Um, I did a piece for Whiskey Magazine where I talked about, I wrote about sustainability in the industry, uh, solar power, renewable energy, wind. Um, in the whiskey industry. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. It's, without without going too crunchy granola, we have to start taking care of the planet. Should have done it 20, 30 years ago. But if whiskey can do it, everybody can do it. Absolutely. I mean, whiskey gives to the angels. Why can't, you know, you got you to do your part. True. Or is that bourbon? Is it whiskey or bourbon that, that does the angels thing? Um, for, well, both actually, because it's a barrel and it's evaporation. The angel share is what you're talking about. That's it. The angel share. Yeah, yeah. You put it in a barrel, it's going to evaporate. That's the angel share. There you go. Now, 
as we get into this whiskey piece, uh, you're also a little bit of a cigar aficionado. Well, wait, I'm not going to take aficionado, but I'll take, nope. I'll take novice. 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 How many, I, I have friends how many who humidors are, do you have? How many humidors do you have? I have one humidor. Okay. That's a, you see, novice. Okay, fair um, enough. I have a friend who is an aficionado, and he has taught me so much, and all I can ever hope to do is have half the knowledge he has. Like, what I know about cigars can fill a matchbook, and... You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. I'd love to learn more, and I will. But right now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, novice. I'll check that box off, and I'll be happy. You're, you're good. You're good with novice. See now, I, I definitely want to get into this piece with the, uh, with now. All right, so, God, I want. Now we're gonna have to get into this. Now Nate's already brought it up. I wasn't even gonna get into this. This is like, gonna be towards the end. But he already brought it up. What do you think about? So, so let's define whiskey for a minute. Now, okay, we have, you have Irish whiskeys, right. you have American whiskeys. Right. I, I think they're very, in my opinion, I think they're very different. Definitely. Jameson's, Telemore mm. Dew is one of my favorites. I'll go with the Telemore Dew, yes. I, I enjoy those. I like American whiskeys. We have, a, uh, we have a, a set of guys that have been on. We did a whole series on distilleries here. Uh, the New Scotland Distillery here in New York, which... You, you would like, there's a story. Lincoln, I just came up with another story for you. I came up with a great story for you. You Go should ahead. look into New Scotland Distillery in New Scotland, New York, hmm. that was sued by the country of Scotland. No. Over their name. Over their name. Absolutely. The country of Scotland oh. sued New Scotland Distillery no. over their name and lost. The country of Scotland lost. <laughs> and those are buddies of yeah. mine. Uh, one's in the army, but but they actually do a clear whiskey. It's a whiskey. Okay. They do a white dog, yeah. Well, th- there you go, white dog. They do white yeah. dog. Um, and they've got some great marketing stuff because the one is uh, an army officer. I don't hold that against him. As a Marine, I, I just try to, <laughs> I try to help prop him up. And Wait, you know what? I, I'm going to go off book. I have a Marine question for you. Absolutely. Actually. All right. One no, series, I don't eat one... crayons. No, I don't eat crayons. Nope, not even that. All right. So seriously and honestly, mm-hmm. when someone says thank you for your service, yes, is that the way to go? Is that respectful enough? I I think so for okay. nine out of ten people, only because um, I think we've reached a point as a society and as a culture where people want to be appreciative of what we've done. Okay. Um, we saw the abuse of service members that didn't have a choice in the '60s and '70s that were drafted. And didn't have a choice and were, were, were verbally and physically abused, were not treated properly when they came home. So I think a lot of us, we see them, see folks like myself today, and they just don't know how to say they appreciate it other than saying, thank you for your service. And any service member who doesn't say, hey, I appreciate you saying that is a dirtbag in my book because we, okay. well, no, we, not- we understand. We understand. I'm not after anyone. I just want to make sure. No, no, you're right. No, it, it, no, okay. I'm not coming after anyone. I'm right, just saying, okay. like, if, if that ever happens, uh, right. but no, absolutely, that's the exact right way to go about it, it because it's the um, it's the very chill vanilla. You can't be wrong with it. Okay. All right. Great. What's the second question? All right. Now, I ask questions. I like this. Now, I, I learned the term, but I don't know if it's if it's PC. Um, there are Marines. There are Hollywood Marines. 
oh, you fucking left coast Hollywood Marine, <coughs> wear sunglasses and go to well, the beach wait, boot camp. Uh, Paris Island versus San Diego. You got it, one hundred and ten percent. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh, a so, friend of a friend told me that term. I'm like Hollywood Marine. What's that? So, all right. <laughs> That's that left coast sunglass wearing. Uh, see, Dibs is another Marine. Uh, okay. <laughs> we, so you know, the, I'll put it to you this way. So when you're in boot camp, where a lot of it uh, comes from. So when you're in boot camp, you know, you hear about these Marines and they're in they're in San Diego and it's perfect weather and it's doesn't okay. rain and you're like, this is bullshit. I'm on Paris Island where the mosquitoes look like pterodactyls. Jeez, they have God. these things called sand. Do you know what? It, like you, so you're in New York. You've been to the beach at the Jersey yeah. Shore. You've seen like a sand flea, that big bug looking oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. That's that's when you pull out the nine millimeter and just start. That, yeah. That's not a sand flea. Yeesh. So a sand flea in the Carolinas, especially in North in South Carolina, is this little tiny gnat. That's a uh-huh. biting gnat, a blood sucking vampire of life. Yeah. I now. Have you ever had a pain, Lincoln, that you can remember? Like you can physically remember, not like feel it because your body actually, if you didn't know this little bit of uh, biology for everyone, you can remember that something hurts, but you can't remember the feeling of the pain. Right. Your body doesn't allow that because you're going to shock. I will say I remember dislocating one and two back-to-back years. So you remember it hurt? Oh, Cried like I was kicked in the crotch. I was 18 years old on Paris Island. I will never forget this. I went to boot camp July 6, 1994. Uh, it was hot like the face of the sun the whole time. There's no getting around that. Um, I'll never forget this sand flea bit me on my jawline right here. Now you think to yourself, well, who gives a shit? That sucker kicked my head to the left. I went, oh, and it hurt so bad. And the whole, what was worse is I was so scared that that drill instructor was going to see me move. Yeah. Well, here's what, how crazy it was. And it never happened any other time. We were preparing for graduation. We went through the whole process. We stopped at one point in time, my senior drill instructor, uh, Sergeant Hendricks or Harris Hendricks stopped us all and goes, Headaches, kill them because he wanted us to be just smack these sand fleas. They were so yeah. bad. That was so that's where a lot of so Paris Island is like this really hot prehistoric place. And we look at San Diego and we're like, You Hollywood bitches. Well, have you ever been to San Diego? I have been to San Diego. Yeah. Do you know what surrounds San Diego? Palm trees and sand and water and yeah. It's... Mountains. Oh, wait, where am I thinking? Okay. All up in the hills of California. So that's the other side of it. Paris Island is as is, is flat as flat can be. Okay. There's really like no hills on, on Paris Island. It's, it's an island. It's a barrier yeah. island in South Carolina. San Diego, you talk to people and they're like, yeah, we went on these hikes with all of our gear. And the, the angle was so steep that you could reach out in front of you and touch the ground in front of you. So, so that's where that all comes from. So okay. that that's the the whole thing. That thank you for asking me questions. See, I appreciate that. <laughs> Look, you get lots of that. Oh shit! I just stuck Uh-oh. my finger in my drink. Oh, that happens. 
that happens, and I wasn't even drunk. That's the worst part about it. Oh, please. The other night I made I made a cocktail that I thought was so wonderful, and I went to take a picture and knocked it over the counter. What was the cocktail? Well, I was, it was a creation of my own. It was a Tempest Fusion Bitters um, little Maker's Mark. I like Maker's Mark. Um, cognac, sweet vermouth, and a two da- well, four dashes of Fee Brothers Orange Bitters. And the cognac I use as a float just on top after everything is made. It's it's. What does cognac even taste like? I've never even had it. Uh, it's it's really good grapes. Um, I'm not a cognac person, but I got a bottle and I just decided to play with it. Uh, depending on on, uh, well, unless you want to um, VSOP SOP, the letters I know what they stand for. I can't tell you right now. So, hold on. I don't know if you can hear me. I'm gonna. Yell. I can hear you. All right. Let's see if I can get it. See, I appreciate Hennessy, but here's the thing with the relationship of Hennessy and myself. <laughs> I have never been to a Hennessy party. What do you I mean? I get invited to events all the time, and Hennessy right. just said, Chinnery? No, he, no, no, he's off the list. Right. I have so never been Hennessey. to a Hennessy party. So they so now that brings up a, something I'm curious of. Now you mentioned when we were talking before the show about you know you go to these events you get invited to them. Right. Uh, definitely need to figure out how I can get invited to things like this because I like to drink, uh, and I'll tell you anything you want to know about your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you mentioned like how these companies out there have a lot of different you know limited edition yeah. you know ninety bottles different right. stuff like that yeah. is. Now you said Hennessy. You've never been invited to a Hennessy party. Never. Now, but now I'm curious, and I don't, I'm gonna. I'm trying not to get hate mail. Who's at a? Who? What's the crowd? Well, you've okay. never been to one. So, what's right. the crowd at these different? Like, so when All I right. think of somebody saying that they're having a tasting party or these fancy things like this, okay, wait, I feel wait. like everyone is like, oh my, look at. No, that. no, no. Okay, I will, I will, I will dispel that. That myth right now. I'm gonna back up just a little bit. I've been doing writing about bars and cocktails since 2006, and little by little, I've been invited to this party, that party, and right now I'm at a point where, no matter what party I go to, I run into roughly the same six or seven people, and we are all in the we're all industry adjacent. We all write or, or or podcast about spirits. And it's a fun time. It's people who understand the spirit, people who have way more experience or even just a little bit of experience about the brand, about the spirit. And we're all just talking about it, hanging out, catching up. It is, it is not pinkies up and snooty, right. not at all. The one I went to last night at Travel Bar in Brooklyn, Great time, hung out. It's 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 great because and this this I'm gonna get hate mail for this. <laughs> Imagine a party with people who get you, understand you, right? And the general public is not allowed in. No, I get it. That's I get and it. And I will tell you right now, every great event I've been to did not involve the general public. But 
so I, I understand what you're saying. You, when I, it's like everybody there is an inside has the understands the inside joke. Yes, but no one's being snooty about it. No one's being uppity. It's just yeah. Like now, good. I want to let's see if I can word this question and not get you in trouble because it's not going to affect me. Is there any brand or uh, distiller or? Any person in the industry that because this is kind of what came up, you said that there's some people that are like, oh, Joe Smith made that one. You can keep that. I'm not going to touch that. Their stuff is their stuff is never up to par. Is there any brand where you're like, look, man, I, I really appreciate it, but um, I've got to wash my hair today. If y'all don't know my man's bald. Um, I got to wash my hair today. And you're just like trying to be polite but you're just not going can you tell me if there is one would you tell me i ain't trying to get um, you in trouble i ain't trying to get you uninvited this year no 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 you know what i go i go to the spirits i go to the events based on the spirits that i love and enjoy you invite me to bourbon i'm showing up whiskey rum gin tequila mm-hmm. um vodka vodka i am i am over Thank you. And it's only because when I first started writing, I wrote about 30, 35 vodka reviews. Because so Tito I'm... fucked it up? No, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Tito and I are like this. Really? Yes. I will Tito tell you a quick story. I'll tell you a quick story. When Tito first hit New York, he had this party at a bar in the village. I can't remember the name of it. But there's this back room. We're all having drinks and whatnot. And I meet Tito. Oh, look at, oh my God. Now that's. For, for those of you that aren't watching the live, and I don't mean to cut off Lincoln. Nope. Dibs is this good. Jeez. I mentioned it. We are 26 minutes into the show. Probably about 16 minutes into the show, I mentioned the logo. Dibs already has an initial logo idea done. If you're not nice. reaching out to Dibs you to know. get your, your, your stuff done, Wait. I don't understand. Wait, can I can I just do a quick plug? Yes. You start you're a freelancer and you're starting out. And you've got your your Twitter, your Instagram, you've got all of that, and you don't have a logo. You're going off half cocked. Getting a logo and planting a flag in regards to your brand is the best way to go. It identifies you, it lets everyone know who you are and what you do. A logo like that. I wish I had it 10 years ago. Well, you can, you too could have it tomorrow. See, so we'll have to hook you up. I'll have to send you dip stuff. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but no, no. So, so you met Tito. You physically have met the man. I but I thought Tito, Tito was his dog. I thought Tito was his dog. No, no, no. His name is Tito A. Beverage III. No. Yes. Because he showed me his card and I gave him mine. And I'm Lincoln C. Chinnery III. And he goes, You're a third? I'm like, Yeah. So he goes, Oh, so am I. I'm like, yeah, you know, I write about this night, and I've been writing about vodka. He goes, oh, well, let me send you a bottle. I'll sign it. The man sent me a signed bottle of Tito's, which I have in my closet. I'll, I'll, I'll take a picture and show you later. Yeah. So I I can't talk bad about Tito's. I got to get I, you up here in Albany. I got to get you up here. It's a it's a two-and-a-half-hour train ride, Lincoln. Yeah, I know. I know, Albany. Please. What do you know about that? We're talking. So I, what you all don't see is I'm pulling all my stuff, pulling my stuff out from the back, back behind Ooh. the door. Pick six. Know. 
pick six. Oh, this is so really? pick six local. Um, great company. This straw, this strawberry jam off the okay. chain, and they're great company. Funny thing, story is he. So, you're a writer, so I can introduce you to these people, and you'll love good stories. So, they're they actually were one of these people up in the Saratoga Springs area that found a natural spring in their backyard, like right. 90% of the people up there. And they were gonna like bottle water, and the guy he's passed away since then, Serge. Um, his sister in law was like, Why use the water and make make liquor? <laughs> so now they make liquor. Nice. So so you've met Tito, but you I didn't tell me. Is is there so so vodka, we're not going to that party. Well, only because I'm done with the category. And and on how can I okay, so you can have you can have cup of soup or you can have a well-made um, uh, consonant. You can have something right, so right. good, you know, and it's like vodka is just, it's vodka. What's a base? It bills, but it doesn't, it doesn't have the kick. But there are some that do. Um, there are some that, that treat the potato like grapes, and there's a vintage in regards to the potato. And that I can respect. But there are others that are just like, we're just going to crank out flavors and collect money. Maybe I'll bring you back to vodka. I could, I might be able to bring you back. And I'm not a big vodka drinker because I know it's a base. It's a base liquor. Yeah. It's, so. So, but I, I'll and yeah, vodka is a party. That I'm like, I don't need to go. No, no. Read that label. Smoked pepper. Listen to me. My son and I tried this. So this is another friends of ours. Which great is Marlin and Barrel Distillery? Mm-hmm. Is it's in Fernandina Beach in Florida? It's the number one tourist destination in Fernandina Beach. The distillery. <laughs> nice. And this is the only vodka that physically burned my lips like I ate a hot pepper. Hmm. All right. See? So it's got some heat. All right. But it's like you said. It's a base that you have to add shit to. Yeah, and I'm with you. It's yeah. Now, what's the party we're not missing? What's the party you call up? You call my man Lincoln up, and before the word finishes out of your lips, what's the party we're going to? Uh, All right. Only because I just went. I just. I just went to their party, Maker's Mark. Okay. For some reason, a Maker's Mark event is just one of those things where it's like you walk in and for me, it's like I see nine people that I haven't seen in a week or two months. And it's it's great pours. It's intelligent conversation. It's learning more about the brand. And I did I went on like two different press tours where I hit Maker's Mark and um, Rob Samuel Sr. and Jr., Met Rob Samuel Sr. and his wife Mitzi, and they have this house at Overlooks, the Ohio River, and there's about twelve of us there. And like you know, he's he's making cocktails. Um, Mitzi's chain smoking Virginia Slims, and it's just it's just one of those moments where it's like sun setting over the Ohio River, drinking, hanging out on this giant stadium house. Like, if I die, tell everybody right who now, that is. 
and that, that gentleman is Rob Samuel. The Samuels family started Maker's Mark. So um, there's Rob Samuel Sr. and Rob Samuel uh, Jr. And like, like that day, that whole night of drinking with them and hearing the stories about uh, running moonshine and prohibition. It, it's, I have an emotional connection to it. So when someone says, oh, we'd like to invite you to a maker's mark before the party comes out, I'm like, yes. They're there. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. Now, is there, so I'm a big on the rocks person. I like, I like my drinks on the rocks. And what really got me in, I wasn't a bourbon drink. You know what got me into drinking bourbon? The documentary Neat. Okay. Have you have you seen that? I have not. I've heard of it. It's on my list of things to watch. Once once I watch Dune. Yes. Oh, that's, watch. we're gonna get into that. That <laughs> look. So for everyone who knows how much I nerd out, I just picked up the last two figures for the Dune Raban build a figure. I have a complete, and it's look at that. It and looks it's, good. It's Batista, and he's got a big giant sword and a whip. And Raban in the movies is such a douche. Like, it's unbelievable how horrible of a human he is. Uh, I'm reading the other series, which is the... Um, so the original writer, uh, Hebert, his son continued on the series. And he did um, another one called House Atreides, which is the family. you got to watch these. But I'm going to recommend something. So watch the David Lynch. It's It's amazing. It's a it's a departure from the books. If you're gonna read the books, listen to the audio version. Okay. And the only reason I say that is Hebert is so good at it, at what he does to give you the important information, but he literally fleshes out an entire political system and families and relations and why this one hates that one and who this one is. So if you're not like really a poli sci kind of person or really in, enjoys that it right. it's anybody who's ever read it will tell you half the first half of the book is like chewing sand it's really like because it's so much politics and right, right. that out right. but then it gets into the actual story and it's like a whole nother animal that starts to kick off I've, I've heard it i've heard it been it's been compared to by friends um game of thrones mm -hmm. um it's a little it's a little um, updated Battlestar Galactica where it's like, you've got my West Wing and my sci-fi. Like, it's... Yeah. So, oh, it's and very political. I'm, very political. I'm going to say, as I said before, I have never read nor watched Dune. I have nothing bad to say about Dune. I never will because I have never seen or read Dune. <laughs> All right? So I don't want anyone coming at me like, oh, you hate Dune. No, I just... I. I got into Star Trek, I got into Star Wars, I got into Battlestar, and I guess, like, I was kind of done at that point. Like, I hit my film. I understand. So, see, but, like, yeah, I just, I, and, yeah. See, Star Trek's one of those ones, like, I, I like Star Trek, and I, what I love the most about Star Trek is that everything is in continuity. Everything. Even when you watch the new, and yeah. I get a kick out of uh, Lower Decks, the animated series on Paramount. I think it's hilarious. I I wake up at the crack of dawn to watch it just to beat the spoilers. And I love yeah. it. Lower Decks is hilarious, but it's it's canon. 
it's yeah. it, it's part of the, the the lore. They mention all the other ones. Uh, so if you ever if you get into it, that's why like I feel like Star Trek can be tough for people to swallow because it does have some legitimate, real, like scientific factual things. Where yeah. Star Wars is fun, and he didn't use anything science related at all. Yeah, it's, it's more science fantasy as opposed right. to science fiction. Yeah, no, good good way of looking at it. So I, I definitely. Battlestar is another weird one. I remember watching the original as a kid. Uh, was a Buck Rogers fan. Love me some Buck Rogers. Uh, what the heck was her? I can't think of her first name. I, her last name was Gray. Uh, oh, Erin Gray. Erin Gray was one of those yeah. women that as a young boy, I was like, she's yes. so pretty. Um, just another great one to watch. But it's definitely, um, it's it's in that that realm but do you remember in the original Battlestar Galactica the the weird dog oh yeah yeah. that had like weird joints and everything yeah yeah I gotta we do have a question from Tim he said I can hear can I hear both of your favorite bourbons he and he is a makers mark guy for sure but Woodford Reserve is is his amazeball I talked about this before um it's tough for me to find maybe Tim's brother who owns the tavern up in Glens Falls, New York. Maybe his brother can find me a bottle of Heaven's Hill. Heaven's Hill right now has been the bourbon that I've had that just really you didn't you didn't get that and bourbon does this and I'm curious what you're feeling this. I I feel like the first sip of any bourbon I don't care if it's a a $5 bottle or a $500 bottle tastes like gasoline. That (laughs) first sip like your taste buds have to like kind of Oh, this is bourbon. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, like your um, taste buds almost have to be like, "Oh, this this is bourbon. Got it. All right, yeah. let's go ahead and reset for this." And <laughs> yeah. then, and then all of a sudden, your taste buds are like, "All right, it's bourbon. We're good. We're we're gonna drink this. Yeah. We're good with this." But uh, Heaven's Hill, to this point, as far as just all around, I'm gonna go. If somebody says, "Hey, do you want a bottle of?" It's Heaven's Hill for me all day. I got my my favorite as much as i love makers i have a favorite that i've talked about for years and it's only now gotten popular old forester i've never heard of that oh oh old forester old forester statesman old forester any label when i was in uh louisville for a press tour the well was old forester at at least four different bars and it's like wait a minute you've got your choice of everything and this is the well now tell people what what that means as far as a well top shelf what what does that mean or where do you and i i know because my parents owned a liquor store and a bar as i was growing up as a kid what does that mean well is like this is our our go-to our everyday our not bottom shelf but it's like it's the the reachable the this is what we use for you name five bourbon cocktails. This is what we're, we're this is our base. This is what we're using. And I had I had Old Forester down there and it just blew my mind. Old it really Forrester. did. I never I've never even heard of it. Um do yourself a favor, grab a bottle. Um I would say Statesman's really, really good. Um and it'd be any of the expressions of, of Old Forester works perfectly. Now, when you say expressions, what does that mean? Uh, they have different years, and I cannot remember which ones are out now, and I should. 
Um, well, that's a great uh, point about bourbon. You, you're bringing up something about bourbon that people not, need to understand. So a bonded bourbon needs a minimum of what? Five years or seven years? I want to say five, but I have a feeling I'm wrong. So if you, if you think about that, folks, that a bourbon, to be considered a truly bonded bourbon, and if you didn't know this, this will blow your mind. Now think about it. We've all been watching things on TV about shots, about foods, about things that you know are dangerous, and this, that, and the other. The single most regulated product, product in the entire country of the U.S. is Kentucky bourbon. Kentucky, Kentucky bonded bourbon must I'm be. I'm going to say over four years. Over four years. Over Kentucky, four years. Kentucky bonded bourbon must be in a bonded warehouse that the federal yes. government says, yes, this is bonded. The ingredients are very specific to what they can be. All bourbons are whiskeys. Not all whiskeys are bourbons. bourbons. Right. And, and it's it's like this whole entire thing. And there's a real neat history about it. Hence the documentary neat. Trust me. Go watch it. Um, so so we, we're, we're doing that's our favorite. Um, I did throw out some challenges to you this week, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I made what, smoke, what, what, smoke, wait, what are you using to smoke your chicken? What, what are you using? So those wings were smoked with hickory. Okay. Hickory okay. smoked wings with a brown sugar base uh, dry rub that I used. Uh, and one of my one of my secrets to all my smoking is in my in my tray, I put apple cider vinegar. Hmm. So the apple cider vinegar, as it heats up, permeates into all the food I gotcha. um, but a dry i do a dry rub it's got dry mustard in it brown sugar smoked paprika salt pepper um celery seed cayenne i'm trying to think what else i put in there oh well my when i do my ribs i put coriander seed in my ribs okay. uh, dry rub that's a game changer right there the coriander seed and the dry rub on the ribs game changer Whole coriander seeds. Oh, I don't. It's game. You know, I'm. Come on now, you're the cocktail man. What do we got for? Smoked well, you know wing. Okay, so if you're gonna go that way, I would go with for bourbon. I want to say Woodford. Really? I want to say Woodford. I do. I, I want to go with like a nice, neat Woodford to go with that, and then for the cocktail, I want something balanced, maybe a. A bouvoyer. Um, well, hold on. What is a bouvoyer? That sounds very Louisiana. Um, Campari, sweet vermouth, bourbon. One, you can do one, one, and one like you do a Negroni, but uh, I think it's like one and a half bourbon, sweet vermouth, and Campari. Now, I don't even know what Campari is. You are blowing my look. I so here's my drinks. Good. Th- this is how this works. I'm either drinking really good beer. Because up here in the in, in this part of New York, we're so close to Vermont. Um, our beer game is strong up here, like it's real strong. Like we're we're hitting double IPAs. Um, we've got Alchemist not far from here. You've okay. got Magic Hat. You've got um, Otter Creek. You know the big boys are all out here. So right. we got strong beer game. All right. And now we've got strong liquor game because New York State. For those of y'all didn't know it, 
has a thing that up to I think it was last year you could get a distiller's license for a thousand dollars as long as seventy five percent of your product came from New York State. So we got a strong liquor game, especially the apple brandy from all the apple orchards. You think every apple orchard around here is ran by a bunch of liquor liquored up? They are they are on it. Can I can I blow your mind on the on the beer game? Yes. All right. Innis and gum. What? Innis and gum. I've never heard of it. Beer. Okay. Rested in bourbon barrels. Beer rested in rum barrels. Interesting. It is. I'm not a big beer person. What kind of beer? So that like. Okay. Well, go ahead. So I'm wondering here, like, like if you put a pale ale in a rum barrel, I would imagine because pale ales are, are a very light flavor to start right. with. Uh, they're a very summery, like you can drink those anytime you're, you know, that would be one thing. I know Guinness has done some stuff with like, um, or no, Jameson, I think one of them, Jameson or one of them has done some stuff with, uh, where they've done their stuff in like beer barrels or, or vice versa, something like that. Right. So I used to have a bottle of Castmaster from uh, Jameson, which was pretty damn good. Um, I will say Innocent Gun has been around for at least, well, what, 2001. And it's the beer that I tell bourbon drinkers to try. I am not a big beer person, even though I have like a list of 10 beers that I will always drink. You put in mm-hmm. front of me, it's like, it's going to disappear. What's on that list? It's 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 an embarrassing list. No. No. Really? You ready? Hold oh, on. Please. God, I can't wait to hear this. All right. Now, this is a man who we've, we're talking Maker's Mark, high-end <laughs> bourbons. Like, we're, we're getting in it to it. Uh, My beer list is so embarrassing. Oh, Tim, right. Tim, already ju- Tim jumped on this one for you before we get into it. Innocent Gun Lager Beer in Scotland's number one craft lager and won gold medal at the prestigious Monday Selection Awards for four years running. I'm down with it. That's I, have my my lo- I-, I have to see if my Keep local place has it. Look, Tim, there's right, so, another one. I can go to the tavern. Uh, here we go. All right. What Molson is this? Golden. Okay, look, Molson Golden at one point in time was a high-end beer. I'm, I'm okay so far. Labatt's. I don't mind Labatt's. Again, we're, we're staying in Canada for a moment. That's, uh, Wait, Molson Ice. Ooh, Molson like Ice. You. That's just you trying to get fucked up in a headache. <laughs> Rolling Rock. Pennsylvania's favorite green bottle. Oh, wait, what's the... Oh, um, Jenny. Jenny Red Eye. That's a, that's a very New York... Rochester. Yeah. Uh, you can well, see the brewery I... from the train station. <laughs> um, oh, wait. Uh, Narragansett. Now, I've never yeah, heard no. of Narragansett. I know I just butchered the name too, but um, Silver Can, Red Label, uh, Script Lettering in White. Now, that's a new that's a new one for me. And Six Point. Oh, you got to have some Six Point. I've never. Oh my goodness! Never even heard of that. On my trip up to Albany, I'm bringing some six point. Bring it, brother. Bring it. Um, we'll go get tiny hot dogs and drink six point. <laughs> yeah, like little whistle pigs, the little ones wrapped oh, up in. Oh, this is the thing. Like I tell people about all the time, in Albany. Albany's like 
you know, like some cities have like really interesting foods, like dirty water dogs in New York City, yeah. and you can get anything. Baltimore, we had pit beef and steamed crabs and all that. Albany's got little tiny hot dogs that in little tiny hot dog buns yeah. with onions and meat sauce. Ooh. That's like the whole thing. Yeah. No, that's like a whole thing here. I I went to school in Niagara and Whistle Pig was there and yep. of course wings. I mean you, you can't go anywhere near there without finishing like a plate of a hundred. And I like and I don't understand the argument between uh Duff's and uh, Anger Bar. I've had both and I thought they were both good. I think and, and oh god, no one quote me on this. I think Anchor Bar is the home of the original yes. wing. So like they, they have a, a claim to it. I haven't had the other one. I've been to the Anchor Bar, love the wings, but I haven't had the other one, so I can't say right. good, bad, or otherwise. Yeah, I, I've definitely had plenty of I've had them both. They're both good. They both got good sauces. Yeah. It's one of those ones I used to tell people I lived outside of Philadelphia for a long time. And I know are Pats. Sorry. Right. And nobody from Philadelphia eats at Gino and Pats. Nobody. Nobody in Philadelphia eats at Gino and Pats. You know the best cheesesteak in Philadelphia? Yeah. What neighborhood do you live in? I'm in downtown Brooklyn. No. That's the best cheesesteak. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's based on whatever neighborhood you live in. I got you. I got you. Because your neighborhood probably has a, a pizza shop that they, they've got a flat top that's a million years old. Got all the flavoring in it. I got you. They've got a pile of onion. I'll take you back home to Baltimore. There used to be a place called Captain Harvey's. Captain Harvey's used to have a pile, I promise you, that was at least six to eight inches high of onions just cooking that they would stir through and a pile of meat that was the same. You couldn't order your drink in the same line that you ordered your cheesesteak in because you would hold up the line. It was a separate line that you had to pay for your steak and then go pay for your drink. Okay. So it's the same kind of idea. Yeah. Tim Tim's coming out with the Hypervisin. I like Hypervisins. Oh. Mine, mine is pyramid. It's in a bottle. Oh, Tim. Yeah, he's, nice. he's drinking right now. You can tell he's drinking. <laughs> well, so am I. So, uh, so you, you're on the mega. Well, I'm over. I'm over to my Spirits of the Apocalypse, The Walking Dead. I'm. I'm telling you, for a twenty dollar bottle of bourbon, it's not a bonded bourbon either. Which is, there is a difference. Putting that bonded on there does change the pricing ridiculously, folks, if, yeah. you, if you look. Um, but to be considered as a bourbon, they still have to follow the exact same rules as a bonded bourbon. It's right. just bonded means we went through some extra process to sound fancy. That's yeah. what it means. Um, but now we, we've so we've talked about foods. We should have got into comic books. and bur- We didn't get into comic books. Oh, We didn't get into comic books. I got oh, a horrible man. comic book habit. You gonna you gonna, was it horrible? Hold on. October seventh, you gonna be there? Gonna be I'm there? A, oh no, no. I will be there. Okay. All right. On, my best friend and I are coming down on the sixth. Yeah. Go to the show on the seventh, leaving on on the eighth. And I promise you, if Reed Pop don't get their shit together, there won't be many more. I got you. Yeah. Reed Pop screwed this thing up so bad. So bad. They went for money. For yeah. those of you who don't know what we're talking about right now, October 7th starts NYCC. New York City Comic Con, in my opinion, and I haven't been to the other one, but I have one of my close friends who has, probably the number two best 
Comic-Con behind Baltimore Comic-Con. And the only reason I say that is anyone I know who's ever been to Baltimore, I have not been, always tells me it is a true, pure Comic-Con. See, I've heard... There's no actors. There's no pro wrestlers. It's comic book. I've heard that Dragon Con is is up there. Like Dragon Con Con is like a porno. Wow. Like a nerd. Like that's like nerd porno. Listen, no judgments. I hold the camera. No judgments. Like like I've heard some things about Dragon Con where I'm like, that's what. Oh, oh, you know they have comic books there, right? And people are like. Nope, not at all. Wow, okay. All right. I've heard some things about Dragon Con where I, I don't know if they're true, never been. I've just yeah. heard stories. But, I, uh, I, I just I've heard I've heard Dragon Con, uh San Diego, and then New York. Like that's been the popular opinions. Right. Well, I've I, done I, San I probably, Diego. How was San Diego? I've never done San Diego. It's 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 more Hollywood than anything else. Like the entertainment side is packed and the comic book side is empty, but the comic book side is like New York. It's like Oh, I've got a Spider-Man 300 for $500. It's like, right. Way you know, too low Like, I could fly home right now, go to the 50 cent bin, come back on a red eye, and not spend 300 Right. Yes. So, yeah. Well, I, I, so when I go to the shows, like the big shows, uh, and those of you that are still hanging out with us right now, mm-hmm. we're just going to nerd out for a moment. This shit's going to go into stuff that you're going to be like, I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. We've both we've both been hitting the bottle. Um, I think we're both at at chill level at this point. Yeah. We haven't uh, hit slurred speech level. Not yet. Uh, my favorite spot. So, a lot of people were, were my one of my other close friends. Like I said, we were talking about this recently. That, you know, they're we're not seeing. You know, Marvel's not going to be at San Diego. They're not going to be at D- NYCC. DC's not going to be there. Funko. Jeez. Funko pulled out of uh, NYCC. A lot of other vendors have pulled out of NYCC. Oh, a lot man. of people. Are, it, a lot of it has to do with um, the COVID protocols. Yeah. You know, not wanting to be in the in the packed areas. I, I plan on having masks on the entire time. I, I don't. I'm vaccinated. I don't give a shit though. I'll. It's one of those kind of things. But I'm going to have above the above the bar podcast mask on. So you all. Can, nice. I'm going to make make sure I represent. Um, so, you know, all these type of things that are going on out there, but I only go, I go for Skybound. Mm. Skybound is uh, who does all of your Walking Dead, Invincible, yeah. Yeah. that's all that yeah. stuff. They, so, are you going as, as media or are you going? I tried to get media. They told me no, which is funny to me because I was like, bitch. At that point, I was like, I've done over 50-some podcasts. I know I'm not a baller, but I've done over 50-some podcasts. You've already got all these other people that are pulling out. At least I'll walk around with a with a Zoom H1 and do some kind of recording. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I almost applied, and then I read the, uh, like the information you have to submit, and they're like, oh, what's your, what's your magazine's readership? What's this and that? Yes. And like at a certain point, I'm like, I don't know my vanity metrics. What the, f- why? You need bodies. You need yeah. people who are going to promote. You yes. do. They're hurting this Listen, year. Tickets, tickets are insanely priced. I couldn't, I can't quote you because I have, I've honestly never paid for tickets. He said nicely, not bragging. I've never paid for tickets for NYC because I've always gone as press. But this year, 
even if it wasn't COVID, the mere fact that they wanted all of this information from me is like, um, no, you don't need it. You need me a lot more than I need you. Well, that's the whole thing is so um, for those of you that are th this is an example of how greedy some companies have become yeah. after COVID because they're trying to recoup what they've lost. And I honestly believe that and no one's going to do this. No one cares about our our community. Listen to me. Um, these Hollywood starlets and the ones that are drop dead gorgeous these men with chiseled abs, they were not nerds. They were not. At no point in time can you tell me that any one of these women that, you know, are on the cover of a magazine were picked on because they were walking around going, so did you see the newest issue of D&D? This is amazing. Did you know that they have completely changed the way that a rogue can attack? That shit never happened. At no point in time were they like, so I'm headed over to comic book club. That didn't happen. I, I gotta say, I, I this is our fault. This is us. I want to say it's it's very rarely that you hear an actress or an actor like, oh yeah, I used to read comic books and whatnot. And then it's like, are you acting? Because honestly, if I want to, if I quiz you on like, thank um, you, in Spider Man, are you actually going to give me issues? And, and there's one, there's one that I can legitimately say. Who? And it's the guy who dates uh, Sophia. Who, I don't know if they date or they're married. Sophia Vergara. Um, oh, oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's got his own D and D line and, yeah, and the whole yeah. nine yards. He's the uh, only one. Yeah, a friend you know, of mine went to school with him. Um, Joe, talk. I know who you're talking yeah, about. Joe Ma Ma Mangiano. Joe, yes. Joe Ma Mangiano. I, Mangiano. I want to say he called him a bit of a nerd when they were in school together. So I can, I, I will. So, so I, I could get that guy, but trust me, at no point was uh, any one of the rest of them that, you know, if you've walked at any point down the uh, Victoria's Secrets runway, please don't mm -hmm. you're a nerd. I don't yeah. want to hear it. I don't want to listen to it. You know what? The other thing is, and this is this is my uh, my Clooney defense. Uh, when he did Batman, I think it was Schumacher that told him not to read any Batman and just just. How could you have not read Batman by I that know, point in your I'm life? Not, I'm not. I'm not blaming Clooney. I'm blaming Schumacher for saying that. Like I blame, I blame Clooney. You're. I know. I don't. I, I honestly don't. Because if if your director says, "Listen, don't do this. Do this," you do it because he's a director. And don't get me wrong, Clooney has course corrected, and he's become a force. But how could you have not already in your lifetime? Fair enough. That's fair what enough. I'm saying. It, it would yeah. be like sitting here saying, you know. I'm 45. How old are you, Lincoln? 52. Okay. Hey, Lincoln, I don't want you to see spot run. <laughs> what, what do you mean you don't want to see spot run? A, yeah. a Jane Dick fucking spot. Yeah. That that whole crew yeah. was running was running wild when I was a kid. What are you talking about? You don't want to see that. So so don't. Oh, that's the shit that drives me nuts. But I still say that Reed Pop did it dirty with the whole. Hey, you know, you can buy tickets early. If you want to for an extra hundred bucks. Wait, extra hundred? Oh, you didn't know about that? No. So so I've talked about this on the show. It really upset me. So you have the legacy ticket holders. So anyone yeah. who had a ticket from the years past, you're considered as a legacy ticket holder. You get an opportunity to buy your tickets early. Okay. They came out with this thing. I don't remember what they called it. And basically said, you can stay with your legacy 
uh, and you'll get all your benefits. Or for an extra 100 bucks, you can buy into this membership. Now, look, most of us are not going to any other Read Pop event other than NYCC yeah. unless you're a vendor or unless you're media. And guess what? You're not paying for tickets to start with. Yeah. It's going to be part of your process. So you turn around and they said, you know, you can spend this hundred dollars. Well, I'm not spending a hundred dollars. Tickets go on sale that Saturday. I was actually mowing the lawn. My best friend messages me, hey man, did you get you get logged in yet? Started at like 10. I, I logged in at 1020. I watched the tickets slowly popping up on my thing. All of Saturday's 50%. Saturday 75%. Saturday 95%. Now we uh, always go Thursday and Friday. Right. That's what we like. We have families. The weekend is just not – I'm not yeah. going to be down there during the weekend. I can't do it. Right. Um, and I actually like the crowd on Thursday and Friday. You know, they're, it's a different crowd. Yeah. Um, and we watch it disappear and disappear. Friday, disappear. Sunday, kids' t- kids' tickets are gone. Sunday's right. gone. Fr- Friday's gone. I get on before he does, and I have to buy both of our tickets so that we both have tickets. I get our Thursday tickets. Now, understand, not only do I have to pay for the tickets, I have to pay for the convenience fee, and I have to pay for uh, shipping and handling. So now I go through all this, yeah. and I'm like, well, you know, we so we're not from the area, so we've got to buy, uh, get hotel rooms, yeah. the whole yeah. nine yards, train tickets to come down. So we talked about it, and I said, I guess we're just, we're not going to go the rest of the days. Next thing I know, a great Facebook group I belong to, if you're into NYCC, check out um, – NYCC badge holders Facebook group. It's a great group, great group okay. of people. They really, you know, they put the information out. They let everybody know what's going on. But, you know, all of a sudden it starts popping up on the group page. Hey, I went on and picked up Saturday tickets. Hey, I went on and picked up Friday tickets. People started turning in their tickets. Oh. Because the scalpers got in before everybody else. Yeah. yeah. They bought up all the tickets. Then you turn around and the scalpers can't sell the tickets because people are like, I'm not going. There's too much, you know, it's New York City. There's too much going on. I'm not going going around for anything. The whole nine yards. So now all these tickets are available. There's the the belief right now is it's going to be one of the lowest counts in years. Because like I've never had them send me so many emails. Hey, you know, there's tickets still available. Hey, you know, you can buy tickets. You can still get tickets right now. Do you want to get tickets? You can buy tickets. We'll email you your uh, verification. You won't get a badge, but but you can get your ticket. Never had it like this ever. Wow. They're 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 in a world of hurt. I have a friend that went ten years in a row. He won't go anymore. He's like, I'm not going anymore. No uh, and Tim wants to know how much are tickets? My tickets, when it was all said and done, um, I spent over a hundred and forty dollars for two tickets. Jeez. Um, like, or like rather, said, how much is it to watch scantily clad dressed women in skin tight clothing? Uh, you know, hey, I'm looking even more for it. Dude, now I got to ask you because we're going to get ready to put a bow on this here in a minute, there, Mr. Lincoln. Uh, we're a little over an hour. Oh, Make sorry. sure you check out, you know, because I know how, like, when I find somebody that's into the same nerdy stuff as I am, this can, this can get wild. Make sure you're checking out uh, American Whiskey Magazine, folks. Look up Lincoln Chinnery. Check out his articles. He is on Instagram. He's on Facebook. He's on uh, Twitter. Only, he's on Twitter. He's on OnlyFan. He's on. Whoa! Only, oh, no! Oh, 
Not on OnlyFans. No. Okay. I thought he was on there. My no, no, no. I just hold the camera. That's all I do. You just hold the camera. I got this covered for you. <laughs> um, check out all, all the sites where you can find him. Make sure you show him support and love. Um, have you ever cosplayed? No. And would you? I would only do Kingpin or Dr. Doom. Oh, bro, you could be an awesome kingpin. I know, I know. And for years, I never I never did just because I was a big guy. And I was at Comic-Con years ago. And uh, was oh, great. Would very nice looking do? woman. She's like, oh, you know, you look good as kingpin. I'm like, yeah, but I'm a big guy. She goes, so? And I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's like, you know what? It doesn't matter. So if, yeah. I, if I had the chance, I would go kingpin. If I if I could slim down a little, I would definitely do Doctor Doom. I'd love oh Victor Von Doom freaking ah. Oh. He doesn't oh, get enough respect yeah. in the movies. There's a character that does not get respected enough in the movies. True, true. You know we, you know here's a guy who was able to mess with the entire Marvel universe, and use diplomatic immunity to get away with all of it. Yeah, yeah I'm not I'm not from here. I can do yeah. what I want. Uh, diplomatic immunity. I'm sorry. I don't understand your rules. Yeah. I'll be back next week, though, to take over your entire country and the world. Yeah. Uh, so oh, my wife and I... I'm sorry, go ahead. My wife and I are going to do our first... And I don't know. I would call it a cosplay. Um, we're going out to... It's about an hour away from us. I can't remember the name of the town here in New York. To a steampunk festival. Oh. And I'm going to do my version of a steampunk plague doctor. Okay, okay, nice. With the long nose and the... Uh Oh, look at that. Much more modern, kind of like... Gotcha, gotcha. You know... I, I want to say that's almost um, Star Wars Stormtrooper. Kind of, uh, I can see that, yeah. Love it. Love it. But, but we're going to do that. No, no, Tom, we're not doing furries. That's a whole nother genre. No, no. That's for Dragon Con. That's, and only yes, fans. Dragon Con is yeah. all of, like I'm telling you folks, Dragon Con is a whole nother animal. I the stories are, are different. Very, very different down there. Cause that's the one because Dragon Con's Atlanta. Yes. Yeah. They got rid of Heatonism and ended up with Dragon Con. <laughs> <laughs> only in Atlanta can you get rid of can you get rid of Heatonism and end and up with Dragon Con. Dragon Con. Yeah. That is still I still stand by as far as cities to go hang out in. New Orleans is amazing, but if you ain't partied in Atlanta, you ain't partied. I have not partied in Atlanta. I've partied in in NOLA, uh, great place, Bacchanal. Oh, my God. Just, just excellent. Live jazz, food, and booze, open air, just yes. amazing. Well, New Orleans was the only place I ever partied where it was dangerous to be in a bar and not because of like fights they had, a, I was in a bar one time. The music was amazing live music playing and they had a fountain with an open flame in the middle of it, just spurting in the middle of the place. Wow. Just a, like, I'm like, what drunken fool is going to fall into this thing tonight? Yeah. But that, that's also the same place where walking down the street, um, uh, this is what they're called, folks. I don't know another name for it. Shot girls yeah. walk that walk down the middle of the street. Yes. With, um, do you remember when Jello shots were real big? Yes, I do. 
and they would have jello shots in toy syringes. Yeah. And you could just and buy little test them. tubes. Yup. And you just buy them and, and then yeah. hand it hand it back to the girl and, yeah. and go about your day. Yeah, like New Orleans is a different kind of Yeah. And it's amazing how how the street is clean come yeah. next morning. Come completely, completely all debauchery is wiped away the next morning. I, I, I was I was in New Orleans for oh like uh in between Christmas and New Year's and I was just out late hanging out smoking cigars and the debauchery going on at two AM in the morning reminded me of old school forty second street like you can't really do. I guess you can do that there. Listen, well, have you been to the through? piano bar, the dueling pianos? No, I have not. I have I not. Saw, I saw the dueling pianos. Um, we there's like a there's an entire maybe I, at some point I'm going to start a Patreon with like after hour stories of things that have gone on in my life that I'm like I can't put this on open air. I need to stay employed. Yes. Um, it, Actually, you know what? That is a very good revenue stream. Do it. I, I've thought about it. I've just never. So I've I've got great listeners, great guests, you know, great people that follow the show. I've just never. I think I'm at that point, and and Dibs and I have talked about this before. I never. I don't feel like with the podcast, I'm an imposter. That imposter syndrome. Yeah. Where you're like, do I belong to be doing right. this? Like, right. am I? Am I? You know, I don't think that Joe Rogan's any better than me. I think the some bitch has got more money than I do and yeah. a better platform so yeah. he can be better than me. Right. I don't think he's better than me. I have every every faith and confidence that my show is every bit as entertaining as his. Um, but he has a better platform. But I bring up a name like that because he could start a Patreon and nobody would think nothing of it. Yeah. I but wonder he does need the money. I mean Right. But I would see now I'll tell you so we're all so folks. It's at an hour and 10 minutes. If you oh, log man. off right now, I completely understand that. I'm okay with it. At this point, this is just two fools talking and having a good time, <laughs> drinking drinking bourbon and just enjoying ourselves. Because I have another. So I was going to start. So I had every intention. I was going to start a straight comic book podcast. Why just not? a comic book. Just talking about comic books. Yeah. Why not? Which I enjoy. I've got yeah. about $160 a month habit of comic books. Okay. I love my comic books. you book. definitely should. It becomes a tax write-off at that point. But I got a better one. I got a better idea. Have you – and this is my new – so I love the D&D podcasts that are out there. Okay. D&D, Dungeons & Dragons, folks. Um, One of my – my favorite of all right now is uh, some folks that follow me on Instagram. They're called Here for the Rolls. They do Mm -hmm. a phenomenal job. They're supported by um, some of the D&D stuff that's out there. Great Great group of folks. Obviously, you know, anyone who's been around, there's Adventure Zone, Adventure Zone, which is the McElroy brothers. Um, those guys have just figured out how to turn podcasting into a career, and they're great. But I, Lincoln, if I can turn you on to one podcast that isn't mine, that will have you dying of laughter. Go ahead. Dungeons and Daddies. I've heard of that. That shit is hilarious. Really? Okay. I, it, I, I've heard of it and I, I just haven't done it, but I've heard of it. Okay. For, for the storyline is supposed to be four dads that are horrible dads and they get sucked into the Fae world and they have to go find their sons, but they're all such bad dads. They have a tough time finding their kids and 
and actually be doing like good dad stuff. Mm-hmm. Like one of them's the rock and roll dad who lets his kids smoke pot. Oh, one of them is the the Birkenstock dad who's like can't quite figure out like that you have to discipline your child. Yeah. The other one is the dad that's like the over the top sports dad. Yeah. And one is a stepdad who's emotionally detached from himself, so doesn't know how to be a dad. Period. Because he's only a stepdad and got thrown into it. Phenomenal show. But I was talking to my son, who's in a, who does D and D with his friends. I would like to do. I've decided I would like to do a D and D podcast. You should. But I got to find people to do a D and D podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not a dungeon master. Oh. I'm not that guy. No. I'm entertaining as shit. <laughs> I, I'm entertaining. I, a nice rim shot. I would, I would definitely love to be on a D and D podcast. I haven't played. Wouldn't that, be, wouldn't that be fun? Oh, I would. I, I haven't played in a good eight years, but I'm, I'm, I've got the, I've got the. See, and I knew you, I, I knew you were into it. I knew you would be into it. I, I got, I think I got a paladin somewhere I've saved that I can, I could etch up. See, that's what I'm talking. I couldn't. I haven't made a character since I was early twenties. Now that doesn't mean I haven't played video games and haven't done done stuff like that. But uh, I just, you know, I've I want to do it, and I think it would be entertaining. But what I've learned is, is just like doing this, you don't see a co-host with me, right? Right. You know why? Because I can rely on me to be here every week. I got you. I got you. I got to find reliable people. Yeah. Yeah. And then, well, I would say find reliable people and then just tape early, like like get them all in a can and then go See, from that's there. An idea. But yeah. if we do have, so Richard Ankley, who's another, he's a Navy guy, uh, known him for a while. He does um, tabletop. They call him Tabletop Santa. If you look him up on Instagram, he's a big, giant guy, huge human being uh, who was in the Navy, and he does miniatures, and he does role-playing games, and he does tabletop games. We're going to try to get him on here real soon, uh, probably in January because we're pretty far booked out. But that's something I talked to him about is there's a whole website now called uh, RPG One-Shots or One Pages. Okay. There are entire campaigns that take up one page that you can do. Wait, my, my wife is coming home. So you're going to get a bright light behind me. All right. I'm going to wave to her. Hello. Wait. If she can get in. All right. Everybody be quiet for a moment. We're going to make this an ASR podcast real quick. Quiet. As his wife comes in. She has no idea that there's a podcast going on. Let's see. I told her. I don't know why she can't get in. All right. Is it? Because it's not your wife. It's not your wife. Now let's we'll put a bow on this here real quick. It's one right. we've been doing this for an hour fifteen, loving every minute of it. We're gonna have to talk about. Oh, there she is. Hi, wife. How are you? Good. What she are you drinking great. tonight? Okay, well, shit, we can't tell. <laughs> points, points to you, sir. Oh, and I love the vintage glass. By the by, very Thank nice. You. I actually have the whole set. I have a set as well that they're my grandmothers that I don't take out unless it's I'm matching shot glasses. Tip of the hat, sir. Thank you. 
Thank you. Oh, wait a sec. High balls. Oh, man. I have the whole set. Uh, what are at a yard sale? See, I love a yard sale. I do. I am, I am a yard sale pirate. There's nothing wrong with that. You say it like it's a bad thing. I am a yard sale pirate. So we're going to put a bow on this thing because I think Lincoln and I could, could talk all night long, but I'm not trying to get him in trouble. Thank you, sir. Uh, I appreciate we, that. We, I know how this works. I'm <laughs> on my third wife. I know how this works. Understood. I, I have learned. So as I always tell all my guests, I'm going to put you in the green room after this thing plays. Don't run off on me. I need you for a couple of minutes after this show. Gotcha. Uh, again, folks, if you enjoy Lincoln, you can find him. At, it's a cock. It's at cocktail. What's the Instagram? Your cocktail? What? My my Instagram is actually Lincoln Writes. Uh, it's a cocktail. I have cocktail journalist. That's it. As well, but I have Lincoln Writes on all of the platforms, even Snapchat. Oh, oh! Send him snaps. Snap no, his <laughs> snap his chats. I don't even own Snapchat. That's one of those I, things I where I really know how to use it. So you're not alone. I had somebody ask me if I had WhatsApp the other day. I'm like. Mm, I'm not 12. No, I'm no, not 12. No. At no point in time am I 12 years old and I need to have that going on. So we're good. Yeah. So make sure you check out his articles in American Whiskey Magazine. Check Sean, thank you very much. And thank you for your service. See, thank you, sir. I appreciate the support. See, that's how that's supposed to work. As always, folks, if you're enjoying this, you can find us on Instagram, the Above the Bar podcast, or Twitter, at Above the Bar. I just changed it to the Above. I, well, let me correct that. It's at above the bar four. I tried to change it and the shit wouldn't let me change it. Uh-huh. Our our email is the above the bar podcast at gmail.com. Um, make sure you take your phone, go in there, whatever podcast app you use, you give us a follow, you give us a like, then take whoever your significant other or child's phone and you go into <laughs> their stuff and you do the exact same thing so that they're forced to follow. And the way that works is for us, folks, is by the time it's all over with, if 10 of you do that, that's 20 people following us just like that. It pushes our numbers up. The bar gets gets to grow. Everybody knows. And you're the insider. You knew about it before they knew about it. You're the cool kid. All of us nerdy people. We get to – you didn't even see my shirt. Did you catch it? They're, they're bunny rabbits watching TV. Nice. My wife. Very nice. So – Make sure you go and do all those those things. As always, tradition here at the Above the Bar podcast there, Lincoln, the guest gets the last word. What is the last word for today? You know what? The last word for today, and this, this is going to be a little. You're a good person. You are. All Thank of you. you. Take it in. Accept it. You're good people. You really are. That's awesome. Alrighty, folks, be sure to push your stool in. This has been an Earplug Podcast presentation found on EarplugPodcast.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found.